Good evening, nerds and nerdettes, and welcome to a dark, creepy, sadistic episode of the Your Inner Nerd Podcast. This is Darian. Joined alongside me, as always, is Mr. Skyler and our special guest. You've heard her mentioned many times, both in a positive light, but mostly in just the sheer horror that I live with day to day. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about nobody else other than my wife, Kiana. Say hello, Kiana. Hey, everyone. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Well, obviously, I'm pretty good. You're living with me. I'm glad to have her back on. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I was like debating on it. I was like, I really want her on this podcast again, just running it into the ground. But then you I re- invited me. I know. But then I realized her episode is probably one of our most listened to episodes. Yeah. So I that, like, hers, hers and Frankie Chenna's is. Yep. Yeah. I was like, it makes sense. And plus the topic this evening is something that she's interested in. A little too much, if you ask me. When you guys why say, realize why I'm saying it like that. Once you hear about what it's about, you'll understand. Can I just say that this is why I believe we were separated at birth because I have the same interests. Like probably a little too interested in this topic. It's true, yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's an easy thing to get interested in. Okay, I will. Let's just not keep people <laughs> in the dark anymore. The topic today is serial killers. Now, everybody, I know what you all are thinking. You're probably just, oh my God, like these people are like monsters. Like, why are you going to talk about them? I'll tell you why. Because it's interesting. And the most interesting thing about it is, is you look from one time period from all the way up to about the 1700s to the, say, what, 1980s, late 1980s, early 1990s. There was at least a serial killer at every point in time between then, but then they just drop off the face of the earth and they're gone. Like, now you could say it's because the technology's improved, so it's easier to get caught, but this, that, and the other, which we'll di- delve into that deeper going on through the conversation. But it's just, a, it's just an interesting topic. You want to know what drives somebody to actually not only kill somebody, but to enjoy doing it. And in right. some of your all's cases, eating people. The, the psychological study of it is what interests me like on a psychological level like why would you do this and what drove you to do this and yeah just that is what i find interesting about a serial killer yeah, yeah i agree with that shout out to uh mine hunters even though it got canceled which kind of sucked okay we're not gonna get into netflix again god damn it <laughs> it got canceled a while ago yeah netflix strikes again yeah but Let's let's start off on a positive light before we delve into this pit of darkness and despair of serial killers. So late recently, actually, probably was it last week or the week before? Week before. Week yeah. before, we were graced with the season finale of Wandavision. Okay, said I know you watch it. Obviously, Kiana watches it because we watch it together. But said I'm going to start off with you. What'd you think? I loved it, but I also hated it because. They're probably not going to do another season, which I think it deserves another season. Just seeing Wanda go through the the motion of seeing what she had done and what she was doing and then being able to fight Agnes and the end fight was like amazing. You thought, shit, Agnes took her power. And then you see all of the incantations around her. What are they? The curses or whatever. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. For me, it was cool. And it, it. was what I expected, but we had discussed it when we were texting you. Know, it, it honestly left more questions unanswered 
like where did Vision go? Because you didn't carbon see him fiber, at all. The carbon fiber Vision. Yeah, like you yeah. didn't see him at all. There was no in credit scene with Vision. You didn't. He just flew off. Like now, I thought that whole He'll come back. Obviously, he has to come back. But I thought that whole like ship of Theseus moment when he was like when they were trying to just find out who the real Vision is when it was White Vision was the real Vision technically. But so that that was my biggest question. Then of course Wanda is now officially the Scarlet Witch, which she looks fantastic, by the way. Oh, she looked really good. Let's talk about how fucking awesome her costume. Her was. costume was awesome. Yeah, it wasn't like it, it wasn't was, cheesy, right? It wasn't like that gaudy, like candy apple red from the comic books, and the headdress wasn't big and gaudy. Like it was just like the perfect amount. It was maroon enough and. I don't know if you guys caught this, but it awfully closely resembles Magneto's outfit from yep. X-Men Apocalypse. Yep, I did see that. So, I don't know that if that was That was one why. thing I actually caught, which was really cool. I was like, oh yeah. my god. Now, the one thing that pissed me off more than anything was the fact that Evan Peters wasn't Pietro. Please don't get me started about that, because <laughs> Evan Peters is the perfect Quicksilver and it really sucks that they're not keeping him in. They did, and the fact that they belittled him, belittled him enough to turn him into a fucking boner joke. Yeah, why mm-hmm. would they turn him into a boner joke? Literally, of all the people to turn into a boner joke, you're going to turn Evan Peters. The one guy it. who was going to cross the Foxverse with the MCU is a boner joke. Yeah, Disney fucked us on that one, literally. <laughs> you're not wrong they did <laughs> they, they really destroyed they that and it, yeah that was one of the biggest com- like for me complaints was like they really fucked that storyline right there and it's like mm-hmm. why would you go like you set it up perfectly mm-hmm. and then you're like no nope, we're just gonna destroy the shit out of this let's light it on fire it's fine what was it ralph boner yeah sorry if your name's ralph but damn can we think of a better name for him and the thing that also sucked was like he was the missing person like that's who jimmy Wu was sent to find right and it went nowhere with that. It didn't say why he was important. Did it say that Jimmy was looking for Ralph? He said there was a missing person. Yeah. And then, but they said in the episode later on that he was the missing person. And I did believe Jimmy Wu said that they were looking for Ralph. Oh, I don't remember Ralph being at the, the beginning, but he's the missing person. But it, there was no importance to it. Like you didn't know why he was important enough that the FBI would want to look into it. And, and they said, why are they sending Jimmy? Because it's fucking Jimmy. I don't know. Jimmy deserves a promotion. We also discussed the fact that they literally, I swear, they they introduced the X-Men. And it was with, I always forget her name. I always forget. Monica, thank you. It it was, it had to have been with Monica. Like, like that's the only explanation of what she was. Well, they didn't go into detail. I mean, we broke it down with Nick and Junior when we talked to them. But looking back to be an X-Men and to be a mutant, you have to be born with the X-Gene. It's a gene called the X-Gene. Right. And now they never said that they did. I know I'm aware that they said when Monica would go through the hex, it would alter her genome and her DNA and all that stuff. But they didn't mention the X gene because it's usually something somebody's born with. But can it not be created? Right. Like, what if they're changing that X Men universe by saying we're now creating this X gene? What about Deadpool? Deadpool was he? He's not a. Well, I guess he's technically not a. Mutant because he was created. But. So I think that's what they're doing. They're saying we are now changing that storyline of X Men, and we're gonna mm-hmm. we're change it so far to say it can be created now. And Wanda was the one person that created it, right? Yeah. She she manipulates things. It's possible, and the fact that 
at the end, you can see how this is going to tie into Doctor Strange because at the end, she is studying the Darkhold in her astral form. Yeah. Now, have you seen the Doctor Strange movie, Sid? I haven't, no. Okay, there's a scene to where what apparently what can happen is like you can project your astral form out of yourself. So the one that was sitting on the porch drinking and in the kitchen drinking coffee was the actual her. But the one that was studying the dark hold was her astral projection. And Dr. Strange can do that. Oh. So you can basically be doing two things at one time. Yeah. Astral projection. And yeah. so she's studying the dark hold. And I believe wherever she was at the base, cause you see that ginormous mountain. And I believe it's at the base of, uh, Vundagore Mountain, which was mm -hmm. like in the comic books, was like this huge place of power, basically where, if I'm not wrong, I could be completely wrong, but I believe that's where the Darkhold was sealed away for a long time, because it, it originally belonged to this guy called Cathon, who was an elder god. And he was, and it, the reason I'm saying it's tied in is because I believe he was the elder god of chaos, and she does chaos magic. But the thing about the dark hold is it'll give you all this power, but it will also take away so much from you. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure this is how it's tied into Dr. Strange is because she's going to go try to get her kids back somehow. And she's going to fuck up everything in the process. One of them did call out while she was doing that projection. Yeah. So my question is, do you believe she took Agnes's power because you don't, they don't ever say she did or not. And you see her absorb it. She absorbs so. hers and Agnes's back. Right. Like, yeah. So I think she full blown took that. I think she took Agnes's powers. I too. think she took it. Yeah. But then again, cause Agatha's whole thing in the comic, not in the comics, but in the show was she could basically, like you said, take people's powers. And then like she, Wanda basically withered her into nothing and turned her into mindless so. like it was like a fitting end but it wasn't at the same time like you're expecting you're expecting agnes to die it's disney she's not gonna die we all know that yeah. like is if we t think about it the vision and the kids they died but did they really because they were just like manipulations of what she created it wasn't really a right. human or a mutant or anything they didn't really die but agnes is of course is useful a lot of people are believing is useful in upcoming movies and stuff though and they're gonna mm -hmm. bring her back i think which, she'll definitely come back Oh, yeah, and the actress that they picked for Agnes, I love her. I think she's amazing. She's one of those Saturday Night Live yeah. alumni, which is really great. Yeah, no, I believe her name's Catherine Hahn. Yeah, I think she, so. I loved her. Yeah, she's perfect. As Agatha. Yeah. And I like how they didn't do it. Like in the comic books, she's an old lady. So it was good to see that they kind of youthed her up. I guess technically she is an old lady. But no, but like, in, she's physically like an old lady in the comic books. Like, she's got okay. gray yeah. hair, like old, old. She kept, that's weird. I wonder if they're going to go to that older lady image now that she doesn't have her powers. Maybe. Like, is she going to age? She was also like age? technically Wanda's nanny at one time. Like, for her, for yeah. Billy and Tommy, she was their nanny. She was never a good guy, but she was never a bad guy either. So she was, and she was never really, she was really just there to be for the longest time was she taught Wanda how to use her powers yeah. and which now I'm assuming they're going to give that role to Dr. Strange. 
They, she taught Wanda, didn't she? Like, she's walked her through all, no, like, yeah. her childhood and stuff. And then, like, you have her, or she's not really a bad person. Yeah, they're battling it out. But she's actually just saying, you are the Scarlet Witch. Like, telling her who she is. Like, you're, this mm-hmm. is who you are, and you're just here to cause chaos. So yeah. if you're not going to use it, give me it, the power, and I'll do it. <laughs> like, yeah, I think it makes sense. Yeah. The, another cool thing about the Darkhold is it opens up all these opportunities because it goes as far back as uh, Morgan Le Fay, who was, like, a sorceress in like King Arthur's times, which I believe is going to tie into the Eternals because the Black Knight is in the Eternals, played by Kit Harrington. So it just opens a whole world of possibilities. But, I just hope it continues to open a world where yeah, they can do like a second WandaVision mm-hmm. or at least like, do, you know, a, a Scarlet Witch series or yeah. something. And th- one of the things was that I read was Disney came out and said, some of the Marvel shows will actually continue on with a second season. But the reason I don't think it's going to be Wanda or the Scarlet Witch is because, well, I mean, technically you could do it after Doctor Strange. But I just don't, the only thing I'm having trouble realizing is like when Vision's going to show up again. I mean, Vision eventually has to show up again. You can't just leave and never show up. But I was legit scared that she was about to have to kill Vision for the third time. Yeah. Because that would have been some shit. Yeah, and maybe Vision will show up in like a Young Avengers thing because we know Billy and Tommy become Speed and Wiccan who are notable members of the Young Avengers. Maybe. I don't know if he'll show up in the Young Avengers, but... As of right now, the Young Avengers isn't even on their slate. It'll probably be a, a long time before the Young Avengers comes out. Yeah. It's created, essentially. But... I do like how from this point forward, I believe somebody, they said, we're going to have Marvel content every, there's not going to be basically a month without Marvel content leading up to, because you got Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's just, it's coming out or did come out? It comes out this week. Okay. And then, so that'll probably run through April. And then in May, Black Widow comes out, finally, finally. I'm really excited for the Black Widow. Is that a movie or a series? Mm-hmm. It's a it should movie. be a series. Yeah. And the then, Black Widow has a really fucked up backstory too. Yeah, where they're she just does. so sad. Which is why I'm curious to see how much of that they'll actually like delve into because a lot of it is very mature, which I think is it'd have to be like pause off for Disney. Like there's in, also tons of guns. In the comic books, it, it's fucking brutal. Yeah. Like because they basically teach her to use sex. In the comic books, that's what they do in the Red Room. They teach the women there to use sex because they know that's almost all men's weakness. Yeah. Obviously, Disney's not going to do that no. in the Black Widow movie. No. And then you've got a couple, which I believe in that movie, they'll introduce who the new MCU Black Widow is going to be. And then, of course, you got David Harbour, who's going to be Red Guardian, which is like the Russian Captain America. And then after, yeah, after that, I don't really know what. Obviously something, because they said there's... You'll start, I bet you'll start seeing, like, those side characters Mm -hmm. uh, come in. And Loki comes out sometime. Yeah, Loki, that's the other one. I think that might come out after Black Widow, which is going to be really cool. Yeah. Like, June or July, I think they said, Mm -hmm. the announcement on that Yeah, so that would about add up, because in May, if you get Scarlet or Black Widow, then June or July, you're going to get Loki. That would make sense. Mm -hmm. But, anyways, so, what do you think, Kiana? We never got your opinion on the... I thought it was good. I really liked the WandaVision. 
I was really initially excited they were going to pull in the X-Men with him because I thought that would have been really neat. So I was a little disappointed in that, but I liked her costume. I'm just listening to you. Oh my God. Okay. But I really <laughs> liked her costume <laughs> and I liked how the story ended, but I definitely agree that won't be the last we see of Agnes. I think she'll totally come back. She was number one, too good of casting to not come back. Mm-hmm. And I thought she was a really interesting character, and I liked the development that we seen with her and the flashbacks of her backstory. So I thought it was really neat. You know, I would honestly say we're probably some of the, I'm not going to say the few, but a lot of people didn't really like Agatha, like the mm-hmm. way they used Agatha, and they didn't like Catherine Hahn as Agatha. Okay. Well. They liked her as Agnes, but not Agatha. And specifically, I'm talking about Nick and Junior. They didn't. They weren't I, the biggest fans of. I really liked her, but I wish they wouldn't have made her so campy. Maybe. See, I don't think that she was campy. I think that they did a really good job. Like she looked probably way younger than she probably should have. Mm-hmm. I think in some of those scenes, but I don't think she was ever campy. I think that they tried to make her campy, but I think she turned that that role into something. It wasn't so campy. In the beginning, it was campy as Agnes. She was the really campy, like, housewife next door. But you never got to see her husband. There were some weird things going on with her. Mm-hmm. But I think when she came out as the her witch form, she was really good. I liked her. I thought she was good. But I wish it would have been a little darker. Yeah. But I understand, like, with the sitcom, with the WandaVision and everything, they couldn't make her extra dark going down that road but i think it would be pretty cool to see her come back you should have seen my face in the first end credit scene whenever the scroll came to get monica and they were like he wants to talk to you and she was like who does and then she was like where is he and then she was just like pointing up i was like i was screaming to kill and i was like <laughs> nick fury's back bitches like yelling <laughs> and because so, i've just wanted to see the scrolls since Captain Moore. I love the scrolls. The scrolls are cool. You're going to so, secret invasion? Fuck. Can I ask Kiana, when he does this, do you just kind of look at him? What in the world are you screaming about? Oh my god. Wait it out. When she's not screaming too, like sometimes <laughs> she'll okay, be like, but, oh fuck! Like, but you get really excited over stuff I don't get excited about sometimes. Like yeah. you get really excited about the scrolls, but I was extremely excited when Quicksilver showed up. But in the long run, who's ended in disappointment? Yours, not mine. mine. Because people don't have imagination. Can, <laughs> they should have. I agree. Can we discuss how, seeing her costume transform, though? From that Halloween episode where she's in that really campy, yeah. weird, like a really red, like ruby red costume. Yeah. And she just transforms. And it's really cool to see that. Yeah, no, it, it was really cool. And, and I liked it that the headdress... Because that was the thing that worried me the most. Two things. I didn't want it to be that god-awful, like, bright-ass candy apple red. Mm. And I didn't want the headdress to stick up like a fucking crown, like, from Gladys the Good Witch on Wizard of Oz or anything like that. (laughs) But when they showed it and it was small, like, you could still see it, but it didn't, like, stick out. It wasn't huge. Costume was maroon more than it was red. And it was just real badass whenever she turned to leave and she formed her costume back up on her and like the hood was up and she flew away. Yeah. Also, yeah. sidebar, like 
well, not really sidebar because we're not cutting off, but what does camp mean? Campy? Like, I'm like cheesy, not, like corny. Oh, cheesy, okay. like, yeah, like a very campy moment in the finale for me was when Agnes turned off everybody, like from Wanda's, like how Wanda was making mind, mind control. And they were all just like, doom on you. Doom. Yeah, I hated that shit. I mean, but if you listen to the people individually, like Emma Caulfield, for example, Dottie, like she's sitting there like almost in tears because she has a daughter and like you don't ever see the daughter. And so is that daughter still alive? What the hell? At that point, most people at that point are probably, I bet Dottie's daughter's a mutant. I wonder who it is. Yep. <laughs> Start like pulling all these theories. And just to say these people aren't mutants now. Yeah. Honestly, if she can turn Monica into basically a mutant, alter her DNA, couldn't she do that with all the people that she's mind controlling because she mind controlled them for so long? Uh, maybe, but then again, they didn't pass through the hex or anything. But they were under her control with her power, so if that power yeah, I mean, is in their body. You never know what they're going to do. Just overall, I thought the finale was good, oh, was good, but it left a lot of loose ends. Like, you don't see other than Hayward possibly going to jail. You don't know. You don't see what happens to Darcy. You don't see what happens to Jimmy. You don't see what happens to Vision. That was my biggest one. Was what? at least give me a fucking end credit scene. I can see him like realizing and getting all of his memories back of him being the Vision. Okay, we'll see. That I would have preferred that end credit scene rather than the <laughs> scroll. No, the scrolls one was good. But because which one would you? Don't lie. It's tough. But I'd probably say I would have liked to see the Vision one more. Yeah. But I think they did mm-hmm. the scrolls is because it's been so long since you heard from the scrolls. And then people's got to be like, oh, don't forget the scrolls are still out there. When is, when is that going to be a thing, though? Secret Invasion? Yeah. It's on down. It's another Disney Because these scrolls show. have just been, like, happening, and I don't see The scrolls are shit. in space. I understand that, but I need something soon before I forget all the Easter eggs. The I've scrolls, seen. in my honest opinion, are going to be the villains of the Fantastic Four. Oh, my gosh. Don't even get me started on the fucking Fantastic Four. <laughs> don't. Don't, don't knock it. We've, we've had three or four go rounds. We've had three. I'm offended by the Fantastic Four. I'm offended you brought that up. <laughs> okay, the last one, Fan Four Stick, wasn't good. Is that what it was called? Fan Four Kiss? No, it, no, it was Fantastic Four, but the way they <laughs> did it, they called skin? it Fan Four Stick. <laughs> no. I've never, I've never been a fan of the Fantastic Four myself. The comic books are pretty good. Like I like the Fantastic Four comic books until you and realize the characters. until you realize reading them how big of an asshole and how much Reed Richards just fucks everything up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he does, he, he, does. he causes more everything problems up. than he solves. He solves them at the end, but well, right, yeah. Sometimes you gotta cause some problems. I just like Johnny Storm. That Johnny was just always cool. my favorite one. They they can make them really cool because the characters themselves, I think, are. Okay, here's what I'm asking, okay? Give me John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic. Yes. What's his wife's name? Emily Blunt. Emily Emily Blunt Blunt as Invisible Girl or whatever. And here's the thing that's pissing me off. Now they're saying Jennifer Lawrence wants to play Sue Storm. If you put that bitch in another Marvel movie... Oh my god. She's on contract. Of course they're going to put her in another Marvel movie. I hated her in the X-Men. She was the worst thing about the X-Men movies. She wasn't a good mystique? Yeah. She was really? That was well, the worst. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch were, it. She was horrible. By X-Men Apocalypse, like her acting, that's why they killed her. Or, and that's why they killed her in X-Men Dark Phoenix, because her acting by that point was just like, she was just like, oh no. 
Oh, no. Did they say that's why they killed her? No, but I know that's why they did. They were <laughs> like, get this bitch out of here. God. So you give me Emily Blunt as Sue Storm. I don't know if I can see her acting as on contract because of Mary Poppins, but I really can't see her in a Marvel con- like she just I, to me doesn't give that vibe. She's now too, you ready for my uh, human torch? I don't know, I can't. I think I'd agree. Here's my a human Skyler. torch. Give me Zach Efron as human torch. Oh, Why? Why would you do that? Why would you even this? Because he's that douchey mm-hmm. frat guy, which is exactly what Johnny Storm was. He was yeah, a cocky, self centered yeah, ass. We all seen Chris Evans play the, the part, and I think he did a shitty job as the stupid the Johnny fucking Storm. He said, I think he can do a shitty job. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then, as even though it wouldn't happen, because as of right now, he's currently voicing Groot, but. I would want Vin Diesel as my uh, Ben Grimm no, the thing. No. Because think about it. You're mainly using the voice after a certain point. Too old. <laughs> but that's the thing. Ben Grimm was the oldest one out of the group, always. He was always the oldest one. You're just he, And after a certain point, you're just using the voice. And you can do the deep voice because he's always like, I am Groot. So you can't tell me he could be like, it's come. Maybe I am Groot is the only thing he can say in his deep voice. No, may I bet not. I, don't know, I could be, talk. I could well, be I the voice of the thing. What? I could be the voice of the thing if Disney's hiring. <laughs> Bram the thing. I'd be pretty good. <laughs> Your voice would eventually stop working. I feel like. Yeah, then they'd be like, then throat. they'd be like, take forty-seven. I'd be like, it's clobbering time. <laughs> like, I need a day or two. <laughs> I definitely I, don't like Zac Efron. Or, or Emily Blunt. I can't do. Okay, I would say Zac Efron or. Dave Franco. I can get behind Dave Franco. Okay, Dave Franco. Yeah. But not um, yeah, I, I just can't get behind Emily Blunt. She's just too... She doesn't have that personality to me. She doesn't she have a personality. personality. Well, Let's just be honest. She does. No, she doesn't. She's like the resting bitch face of the Marvel Universe. Well, no, you can't say she has a resting bitch face. She does. She's like... Her and Reed Richards both always take stuff too serious, which is why you get Johnny Storm and The Thing to lighten the mood. Yeah, she's probably just trying not to. You and Jarzinski has already met with Marvel over something. I don't know. Well, let's let's discuss that. Maybe if Johnny wasn't too busy fucking up and doing weird shit and being that frat boy dumbass, like she yeah, wouldn't be so serious all the time. Have like a resting bitch face because. Of well, that is, she's his older sister, so she's got to look out for him. She don't have to. Oh well, yeah, when you're a fucking fresh fratty douchebag with powers to turn yourself as hot as the sun you need some supervision as big as a douchebag that he is i'd be like you're on your own son <laughs> giving me, that's like giving me super speed like i would need supervision or i'm i'd be like you're an adult do this on your own <laughs> <laughs> that'd be me. Like, you're good. you got this <laughs> you fuck you up just- Keanu would be like, why don't you use your powers for cool things like stealing or (laughs) world domination? Fucking go to the bank. Jesus, go (laughs) rob that bank right now. Come on. Superheroes don't really have too much fun. That's why I like the villains better. They get to do a lot of weird shit. and Yeah, there's consequence, but they get to have fun. They're like a villain for a living, so. Right, it's fun. They're in for it. Fun fact, John Krasinski was who... They wanted to originally be Captain America, but he was filming something and couldn't do it at the time. Mm, so they got Chris like Evans. That. He's he's also just another character I can't like another person I can't see playing a Marvel character, honestly. 
Oh, I could. He would be a fucking perfect Mr. Fantastic. But I don't think he would be good Captain America. Now, the real question is who do you cast as Doctor Doom? Because you're really for a little while it's like the thing, you're getting the person for a little while. But then after the fact, a you're mask. just getting a man behind a mask. Mm-hmm. Which I'm gonna say the guy from Game of Thrones who played Jamie Lannister. The blonde dude? Yeah. Yeah. Because he's good looking. Like Doc, like Victor Von Doom was a good looking rich yeah. billionaire. So he's good looking, but then he's also got like the I don't know, the I could feel like we saw that movie he was in where he was yeah, the real fucked movie. up. Yeah. Like he could be a good villain. I mean, Jamie Lannister was a good villain. Oh, yeah, Jamie Lannister. I loved him. I, I'd cast him as something else when Nick and Junior were on here, too. I would just put him as everything. Like, He's really underrated, I think. He's like, very underrated. What was that movie called we saw him in? It was amazing. Shot Callers. Yeah, it was really good. I've never <laughs> heard of this. <laughs> he joined the Aryan Brotherhood because he got sent to prison, and he like became the leader of the Aryan Brotherhood. It was fucking cool. Aryan Brotherhood's not cool. That's not what I'm saying. But the movie was cool. You're literally going to get us canceled. <laughs> Who's gonna cancel us? The Aryan Brotherhood? Anyway. Oh my gosh. But okay. Off in the weeds. Now. We're off. You guys are putting me down this MCU rabbit hole. I could do a whole. Th- I got to say one thing, though. I really hope that they do bring something happens with the, the people in that town where, like, Dottie appear more. Because I think Emma Caulf- Caulfield is one of those underrated actresses. She was in Buffy, the Vampire Slayer, for a long time and mm. really awesome. They may come back to it. I don't know. I, it took me forever to figure out that. The house that Wanda went to was a house that Vision had bought for her and him to settle. I didn't know that until like then. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Oh, God, that part made me cry. I'm just like, this is so sad. Like The whole ending was emotional where she had to say goodbye to everybody and the kids were went to bed and she was they were getting ready to get sucked into that thing or get a blip, whatever for her, like her. The, the house that Vision bought for them, like, none of that was ever going to come true. Like, she even no. realized that. And, and then at the end, like, I get, I guarantee a lot of people were probably like, okay, she's going to turn herself in. Fuck that. You get out of here. Get out of here. Fly I away. Jesus. Well, because that's what superheroes do, though. They're like, I got to turn myself in because I did some really fucked up shit. Even if she did turn herself in, what the fuck would you do with that? You can't make her not use her powers. handcuffs. What are you going to do with handcuffs? I don't know. You're fucking... You, she did... She did commit some pretty heavy war crime shit. I'm just yeah, saying. she did. Like, yeah. like, like, she probably should have been charged with something. But what do you do? Like you said, what do you do with that? Like, you just can't. And it, come on, you guys fucking. She had to kill her fucking husband, and you guys took his body. You know, go fuck yourself. Yeah, it's very on point. Yeah, we usually don't charge people for war crimes. We did, but you we tracked down the damn Nazis. <laughs> Even when they were like 89 and 97 years old, we were still putting them sons of bitches on trial. The ones that didn't work at NASA. That's true. Most of them ended up working for the United States government. So That's NASA was built on Nazi engineering, everybody. Oh you heard it here, not first, because it's well known. Project, Operation Paperclip. Look it up. Is that the Microsoft Paperclip? Oh. Oh. <laughs> Blew your fucking mind. <laughs> hashtag Bill Gates is a Nazi. Oh. oh my God! Don't hashtag that. <laughs> Jesus. If that starts trending, people will never get the COVID vaccine. Mama, we made it. Oh, I gotta tell you something about a COVID vaccine. I was listening to Joe Rogan today. Is it a conspiracy theory? No, this is proven. They had a CIA guy on there talking about it. Um, so, hold on. Can I ask? Is it science related? Yeah. 
Okay, but is the CIA, like, what is his degree in? He's a retired CIA agent. Okay, but what is his degree in? It's not like, it's not science from on his part. Okay, okay, I'm sure. <laughs> so, Russians, okay, they're back at it again. Okay, they are starting a, basically like a slander campaign, okay, targeting Pfizer more specifically, okay, to scare Americans away from getting the Pfizer vaccination because, here's why, okay, the Russians have created their own vaccine for COVID, okay, and they named it the Sputnik vaccine. Oh wow. my God, Lord. So there's no, those bastards are still caught up on the fact that they lost the space race. So now everything's going to be named Sputnik. So they have the Sputnik vaccine. And so they're trying to, basically they're trying to sell it, right? So they're thinking if they slander Pfizer and Moderna and all, it's mostly Pfizer's who they're targeting the most that the U.S. is going to be like, oh my God, the Russians were right. Pfizer sucks. Let's buy Sputnik. And then um, they're going to bother but they're trying to sell it to everybody to me how that would ever work yeah like how is that i'm gonna sit here and hear pfizer or sputnik i'm like what the fuck is sputnik like no get out of here but i wouldn't pick that one because that one sounds like something from space that's gonna we watch that we watch that movie and be like an alien that that is where they're going to be injecting that fucking 5g into you right there yeah (laughs) you mean they can inject the 5g i think their business plan is flawed I was talking with my, with I was talking to Boom on Discord after I'd got my first vaccine, and I thought he's a conspiracy theorist. Uh, and I said, "Dude, I got my first vaccine," and then he was like, "Oh, that's not good, bro. They're microchipping you." I was like, "Maybe, oh but God. it made me." I was like, "But it made me resistant to five G." And he's, "What's wrong with five G?" And I was oh like, God. "And I was like, dude, it's radiation just getting absorbed into your skin, but I'm immune to it now that I got the shot." And then he was like, "Whoa, really?" And then oh. I was just joking with him about it, and I told him all this uh, awful stuff. And he, I, he seemed like he believed me, but I know he didn't because I told him I was joking afterwards. But. Oh, he, he believed you. Good. He believed you at the beginning. I'm gonna say that right now. He is so easy to like manipulate in that aspect. He never shuts up about the, everywhere we meet. Like I'm in a meal sim with him on Arma, and everybody we meet, he always introduces me. He was like, "Yeah, this is Darian." He's still mad at me because I talked about Jar Binks on his podcast, and now he won't let me on it anymore. And I was like, "You're damn right, I'm not letting you on my fucking podcast anymore." No. Does he like Jar Binks? He well, actually, no. Like, not that he liked Jar-Jar. him, but he's the kind of person who believes Dark Jar Binks was the real was a, a Sith Lord. What the fuck? <laughs> See, yeah. that's why you won't let him back on. There are many reasons I won't let him back on. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, he's he, he was my he was one of my favorite guests. I just love him as a person. But, he actually believes he's a Sith Lord. I can't mm-hmm. get that. But good news, me and Kiana get to go to Disney World, and she's letting me spend $200 on a lightsaber. Oh, when are you doing that? When are you going to Disney World? May? Yeah. We'll have both our shots by then. <laughs> are you, are, so have you had your shot, Kiana? Yeah, I got mine not this past Friday, but the Friday before. Literally two days after I texted you and was like, man, I hope I can get my shot sometime. (laughs) That's great. I got like an email saying that I was eligible now. So I had to go get my shot and I survived it. I wish I was, I'm not eligible. This is crap. Lie about the fact that you have heart conditions. Seriously, don't do that. 
That's so mean. And one day, if you do that, you'll develop a heart condition, and it will be because someone lied about it. I didn't lie. It. I didn't lie. I'm you an got, essential yeah, worker. You gotta, gotta, but, but then they, when she got back, she was opening like, opening it up. Yeah, because my arm hurt. My arm, hit. my arm did hurt. I've actually heard that shit. She hurt. slept for hours. Like I was the really tired. Time. She was tired all day. I it didn't really bother tired. me at all. I was just really tired, but I felt fine after that. I almost shot room. So you're sitting her making you're you're sitting her making fun of her because her arm hurt. Yet you almost fainted. He doesn't like needles or blood. I don't like needles, but you just look away. You just you don't look I at. I normally it. look away, but I looked for some reason. My favorite part of that is he wanted to be a homicide detective. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> How would that work? Can I ask? That's like, what I wondered. <laughs> like pictures, even? Did they freak you out? Why? Okay, well, let me tell a story first. So okay. This is adult content. So. And this can lead into serial killers. Yeah, it can. Okay. No, not really. Well, kind of. Because, because this is... <laughs> it's like, don't, no, that's not no. <laughs> so I'm going to forewarn people. This is a very touchy subject for most, which I understand. So we are if you want to listen to okay. it, skip ahead 30 minutes. Okay. But <laughs> long story short, you know how they have those really fucked up websites on the internet that show like these god awful, like. Af- what ha- what it looks like after a car wreck and why are uh, you looking this up first of all i don't know it was just i was at a friend's house and how guys are they're like hey do you want to see what it looks like when somebody gets their head cut off and horrible things when i say i've seen atrocious things i've seen people get their faces beat in with hammers on the computer mm-hmm. yeah, pe- and straight, straight dudes are the weirdest people ever because they fucking sit there and all the friends are together and they're all looking at this shit and they're all like grossed out but they can't share with each other that they're grossed out because that no then you fucking lose the game you have to be like oh dude that's so sick is that yeah, exactly that's... what happens no i was like i can't watch i saw i would say i can't watch this you lost you lost but the one that i watched for some reason that still to this day is ingrained in my brain and I will never forget it was I watched a guy kill himself. He he shot himself. Oh. And it was the thing is it wasn't like he video recorded himself. It wasn't like one of those things. It was a guy, a politician or something had been busted for laundering money or embezzling money and he knew he was going to go to jail and he didn't want to go to jail and he I'm getting sick thinking about it. Oh, and he like it, but I, I'm, let me tell the story that I explained. But so he pulled a, a revolver out of a paper bag and it was on the news. This is why it was out there because it was, they recorded it on the news. And then they were like, they were like, Oh, bud or whatever his name was. Don't do it. Don't do it. And he said, no, I got to do it. I got to do it. I'm not going down for this shit. And then he put the pistol in his mouth and shot. Oh my dip. God. And when I'm, it wasn't like gross in a way, like there was no, you never didn't see no like back splatter come out of his head. Like the only thing that happened, this is God's honest truth. The only thing that happened was blood started pouring out of his nose and he collapsed on the ground. That's all that happened. That's all you saw. And I don't, I, for the life of me, I don't know why that just fucked me up. And it'll probably fuck me up for the rest of my life. Oh yeah. Right. I've seen that, mm-hmm. but I don't know, and Kiana would, Kiana would say the same thing. After I told her this story, she said, and you wanted to be a cop. I was like, yeah, that's what just read. I'm not a cop. That's why. If I can't a watch that shit on the computer. Yeah. I even follow TikToks about crime scene cleanups. I think that would trigger a lot of people, though. But it, that just fucked me up. I won't even watch uh, that one documentary on Netflix. The cat one? Yeah. I'm not watching the cat one. They're mean the cats. Oh, you haven't seen that one? 
No. no. My God. I've it's, heard it was really good documentary. It's really fucking weird. It's but so I don't weird. Because I just heard it was really. Do you see up. him put a cat in a microwave? No, you don't. Like they don't show anything horrible. There are some like small tidbits but it's not anything bad like okay you hear mainly about it and like the people that have watched the videos and stuff like that but yeah i i never like really watched any of that you didn't really see any of the really hardcore shit there are some a little bit of graphic stuff but it's not like you don't even actually see the cat die like they don't ever show a cat die so okay maybe we can watch it maybe it makes me really sad i'm not watching about myself. it's it's really fucked up it's really fucked up weird yeah. documentary but... so my thing with that is i believe all life is precious and I, so I'd never, I think that somebody should never take somebody else's life because it's not theirs to take. And I also, but I also believe that you shouldn't take your own either. Yeah. Unless it's, I don't know. I feel like I'm, I, this is a very hot topic, but I feel that assisted suicide in certain uh, situations mm. is probably worth it because if I have like type four, stage four cancer and I'm dying, mm-hmm. and it's going to take me six months, you know, 10 months to die. Can I just please take a bunch of morphine and just sleep? Like, just do that. I, I actually watched a documentary on that. There's a documentary on that about people who, because there's, there's only certain places you can go that do assisted suicides. And these people would move there mm-hmm. because they were like, most of them were dying of cancer and there was no like coming back from it. But they, it, it was basically, it was actually like showing the nurse's perspective to like help them with this. It mm-hmm. was showing like, and a lot of people prefer that because you get the chance to say goodbye you get the chance to do all these things. Well, if you were just going to die, you would just drop yeah. dead and nobody was there. Or like give somebody the chance to pass with their family there and all this stuff. But kind of tying it into what we're talking about mm-hmm. today, Jack Kevorkian technically was a serial killer, but it was all assisted suicides. It wasn't like him tracking people down and but how do we know did they say that it was specifically assisted mm-hmm. suicides mm-hmm. they say because he kept a logbook so do you know that a lot of the times there are like we i think we discussed this once on the podcast where you don't hear about a lot of female serial killers in the past mm-hmm. but a lot of them were nurses and they would do that they would do assisted suicide mm-hmm. for people they would kill people I mean, a lot of the, a lot of the time they believed that they were doing like God's work because they were helping people pass over and not having to suffer. And it's no, you don't get to decide that though. <laughs> Kiana, there's a, another podcast we listen to called Chiluminati, which is like funny guys talking about like conspiracy theories and monsters and just <laughs> weird shit. And they had some, they were talking about some lady on there, the angel of death. I think was that what they called her? Sorry. And she was like, she was a nurse, mm-hmm. I believe, and she was like married to three or four guys, and they all died. And I, th- I think she poisoned them all. And of course, back then, though, this was like in the seventeen eighteen hundreds. Like you, it was if you poisoned some, you could do anything to anybody and damn near get away with it. Oh yeah, you had you know, look at the serial killers back then, Jack the Ripper. They never caught Jack the Ripper. A lot of people, there's a big theory that he moved to the United States. Probably. I believe that. Yeah. And this stopped after a certain time period, yeah. right? Like they were probably, I think they were really hot on his trail. And that's probably what caused it. If there isn't that theory is true, that would, would have been what caused him to move. Mm-hmm. There was a show about it, actually. Well, remember we watched it. Yeah. 
them because it was saying it was America's first serial killer was Jack. The They're Ripper. saying they were saying H. H. Holmes was Jack the Ripper. Mm, I remember hearing that. Yeah. Yeah, and so which that would have been. I'm, who's to say it's not the case? I mean, but... maybe America, the land of opportunity. Yeah, <laughs> sure <laughs> had the great opportunity. Up, but who knows? I might have came over here. So <laughs> took that opportunity. <laughs> yeah. So since we're talking about that time period, do you guys have a most fucked up award that you would give to a killer of that era? I have one, and right. she is a poisoner. Her name was Sarah Jane Richardson, I believe. Mm-hmm. She poisoned eleven husbands to get insurance money. Oh, yeah, shit. that's a lot. Like, at what point does the insurance com- like company not be like, okay, what's going <laughs> on here? Or the cops like, you you have a lot of husbands that die. Like, what's going on? Like, at what point do they say that? But they never did. Eleven. Get the money each time. Yeah, she got the money every I time. How much money she got? Because that's right, especially for that time period. Yeah, because money's completely different, like oh, yeah. value wise. But that's still a lot lot of money. Let me go see. I think I had this pulled up. Because Um, another thing I want to know is how the fuck she kept getting more guys. Because my first question would be like, so have you been with, have you been, are you married before? So if some fucking lady was like, yeah, I've been married 10 times. I'd be like, oh, really? What what happened? And they just died. I'd be like, check, please. They weren't all her husband. Some of, them were her, some of them were her. Some of her kids oh. <laughs> for insurance money. Yeah. So her last name was Robinson. Sorry, I thought it was Richardson, but no, she was actually from Boston too. She was from Boston when she did her killing. Colonial um, era Boston. That's where the fucking thugs were at. Yeah. And on the East Coast in the colonial times. Whew. Oh yeah, it was like the 1800s when hers happened. So, uh, like, how do you like? But it's got to be the same insurance company right it's not like they had a, a mass amount of insurance companies to collect money from at the time yeah i'm sure there was very few well i'm sure they they saw people dying left and right back then uh with plagues and yeah. shit like that and have, yeah did they still cut your head off in the town square if you did something bad um i'm pretty Probably, sure they did get maybe that was, I think that was more like a European thing, though. God, yeah, I think that American was like hanging. hanging. Yeah. I think they probably did hanging. And it's Boston. Okay, well. Massachusetts, is, is Salem's there. Like, yeah. He's got the witch trial. So hanging was probably the preferred method yeah. of killing people. Well, people <laughs> probably did that all the time. Like, they were somebody always dying back then. Yeah. I mean, you were lucky to no, live were, past 25. <laughs> they were probably just thought she was really unlucky. They were like, poor girls had like 10 husbands and some yeah. kids, and they all died. But she's still alive. You'd have somebody walking around at like 26 years old and all the kids are like, look how old he is. (laughs) Yeah. People wouldn't last very long. And could you imagine that? I'm like, out of curiosity, I want to know what poison she is. Because of course, back then they're not testing for poisons. They don't know how. They don't have the, they don't have all of the technology that we have. So what would she, what was she poisoning? What if it was something really simple? Like the smallest thing? Well, a lot of things. A big one that's used is wolfsbane can kill you if you're in enough doses. Arsenic was around. What else? A, lo- a lot of stuff was used in medicine. Like a lot of people mm. would use lithium to poison people because lithium was in medicine. That's so you true. Just give them a shit ton of that medicine, they'll get lithium poisoning. This is also the same time period that they thought they could just, like if you were sick and you had a plague or something, they thought they could just drain the bad blood from yeah, you and then true. you would just die because you ran out of blood. There was also, this is also the time period when if you had surgery, they didn't wear gloves and they didn't wash their tools afterwards. Yeah. So, so a lot of people were dying of like sepsis. 
and toxic shock and there's some i've read some medical horror stories about time periods back then like a lot of the techniques were unrefined Oh, yeah. And most of the time they did surgery in an open room with 30 people watching. Oh, yeah. There was, like, no, like, they didn't do any kind of sanitation. While they were smoking. Yeah. And, and like, coughing. Like, you imagine somebody leaning over your open stomach and like, God damn! <laughs> right over your open stomach. Well, look, look, like, you know, a lot of people would die from surgeries, right? Like, surgery, yeah. like, the simplest surgery could be, like, a life or death situation yeah like childbirth too yeah or if if like if you're like lymph nodes in your neck were swollen they'd come in there like we gotta take off your whole bottom jaw yeah we gotta cut that shit out (laughs) i'm like you do yeah it's it's a bad jaw man you just got a bad jaw (laughs) because they didn't know how to diagnose they didn't that's when that's when they had cocaine for medicine and 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 heroin in all honesty, like, we know what they were really doing. They needed cadavers because they needed to practice more. So they were, like, they were intentionally killing people so they could have cadavers. Maybe they were serial killers. I'll tell you back then, if you were a mortician or you ran a morgue, you were in hot business, son. You were probably getting <laughs> lots of ass and you were making lots of money. Oh, yeah. gross. Yeah. Did they have morgues back then? Like, yeah, they, they did. They had... Because they would have to... At one point, they were there. Were, people would be sick, but they wouldn't be dead, and they would be diagnosed. So they could be like, "Oh, they call it. They're dead." They wouldn't be dead, and they would be buried alive. So yeah. they had to put bells on their fucking feet. <laughs> so that's where that whole thing comes from. Where like they would put uh, in the morgue, they would put bells on the dead people's feet, so they would know if they were alive because they would <laughs> start moving the their toes. <laughs> you're just working, and somebody just raises up off the table, and you're yeah, just like, like you don't really do. Embalming back then, they didn't do a lot of embalming back then. They actually just buried people. Yeah, yeah. So that's gross. They would have like a lot of the times the mortician or the guy who ran the morgue was also like their version of a coroner, Mm -hmm. and like their version of the guy who does autopsies. So I'm telling you, were in hot business if you were, (laughs) and you didn't even have to cut the 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 people up. You could just lie about that shit. I cut them open. (laughs) It was a, uh, like you said, bad jaw. That was a bad a whole, a whole jaw, just <laughs> fucking bad. It was a bad one. Mauled. Like you, and you could say anything too back then. Like I know what killed him. What yeah. witches got him, or the werewolves got him. Oh or, yeah, and people would go, and that's when they would start screaming. Like they would accuse. Usually, it would be like the wife of being a witch or some weird mm-hmm. shit. You could get away with anything back then. Anything. You would have blew their fucking minds if you told them warlocks were real. (laughs) I'd be like, you guys want to hear what I heard? You know know what they would say? If Kiana had said that, they'd say, Blasphemy! Witch! You're a witch! (laughs) Oh no, hang me out in two minutes. Or if I was like, I I I took my carriage in from New York the other day. You know what I heard? They'd be like, what'd you hear? I'd be like, up there in New York, they got man witches. They'd be like, man witches! That is all you would have to say to get them to stop hanging witches. And yeah. men can do it too. It's fun. <laughs> then they'd be like, you turned into one of those man witches. <laughs> they'd start hanging you. <laughs> That's what their hanging like, process would happen. God forbid you got, you had like nosebleeds. They would think you were like cursed. Yep. And like. People hate curses. Your mm-hmm. crops, if you weren't good at growing crops, you could just blame the witches. <laughs> yeah. Most men blamed it on their wives. Yeah. Which got them hung because they thought they were witches. <laughs> yeah. And then they had the most, like, the weirdest shit in test. So if you watch the Sim, like, some of the Simpsons, like, Halloween episodes where, like, Marge is a witch 
and they're like trying to see if she actually is a witch. They actually did that. Like back in the day, they that is factual. They would throw women off of cliffs to see if they could fly on a broom. And if they flew, they were a witch. And then they were supposed to come back down so they could hang them. No. <laughs> right. And then another one they would do was they would basically drown them. And I forgot how they said if they like, there was something weird. Like they would tie them up basically and submerge them in water. Mm-hmm. And then if they, I forgot it was if they lived, they were a witch, which most of them would drown. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They lived there a witch and then they would be burned at the stake. <laughs> yeah. So you're not, da- you're dead. Or hung. Yeah. They would either hang them or burn them depending yeah. on what was the best. Yeah. What about you, Kiona? Do you have a. Like a most creature of the time period, is. I guess so. So I think he's a little later in the time period. So I think he's in the 1800s, mm-hmm. like the late 1800s. And his name is Albert Fish, and he was a serial killer. But the one thing about him that just gives me chills is that he would write the family letters of their kids that he just ate. Oh. Yeah, so, and and you can find these letters. I'm sure you could probably just look them up, but it's disgusting, first of all. He would basically just kidnap the child or the parents would leave the kid with him for because they were being very trusting because back then it wasn't uncommon for people to just leave their kids. With anybody? Anybody, (laughs) essentially. Like, they were like, oh, it's fine. Somebody off the street. Take these kids back to his place and kill them and just cook them like he would, at least yeah, it wasn't raw <laughs> like he cooked them and ate them and everything but then that's all really fucked up similar to jeffrey dahmer it's disgusting and he confessed that he was just addicted to eating like humans which is gross I, that's kind of i think that's probably a common trend with cannibals They just eventually say that they're addicted to it, so they just keep on doing it. But anyways, he actually wrote letters to the families that his kid he ate. (laughs) And he just said, I ate your child, I hope. Yeah, but he would go into, like, really gruesome detail about it. I think I remember reading about this dude. Yeah, yeah, probably. He was, it was really... Like, they were Yeah, it was really gruesome and just disgusting. But he would Uh actually send it to the family... And sometimes he'd be like, yeah, they didn't have suffering. That's why I did, I did after. Yeah. And that's disgusting. Oh my God. So, and what's really funny is, that's not funny, but th- like w- how people depict Kuru. Like we play Daisy, Darian and I play Daisy and they depict Kuru as something completely different than what it actually is. Kuru is what happens when you eat the human brain. It's not when you actually eat human flesh. And it's something that takes a long time to actually show its symptoms. It can take up to 50 years for Kuru to start being mm-hmm. active in your body. So I'm wondering if some of these people, did they eat the human? It's horrible to wonder this, but like, did they eat the fucking human brain? Did they, like, they eat the entire body? What did they, like, why do they think this is okay? I don't know what he ate, but I know he had, like, very particular parts that he did. Oh, gosh. Which was disgusting. But he apparently had favorite body parts. They called him the werewolf of Wisteria. So. werewolf or something i don't know yeah and there were some people that would call him i think a vampire just because he did some really gross stuff like that but he <sighs> was really think. messed up but yeah a lot of his victims were just people leaving their kids with him watch this child come in off the street i need you to come check my child yeah, out. And it was watch people him. that he didn't know and like they didn't know him so it wasn't one of those things where yeah 
Johnny Lou, my neighbor, watched my kids. He was a good soul. He watched them for 10 years. This guy's just walking down the street. Come on in. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of times it was things like that, but it was, he was gruesome. Oh my God. I don't even know what would like cause people to do this. <laughs> my thing is like, how do you decide i'm just gonna eat that person yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna eat this i'm gonna just try it is it just there's no way like you could never convince me to go try human meat no i'd be like I... you're fucked up leave me the fuck alone i'm gonna call the cops <laughs> <laughs> i don't even eat my steak rare or medium rare i literally like it well done so Ew. see i i don't mind rare steaks but like i, I hope it's cow steak <laughs> i really am picky about like meat mm -hmm. i'm not i'll eat it like medium Ew. Well, yeah. i really do rare oh i like mine the bloodier the better <laughs> what's really funny is i used to be vegan too isn't that funny really <laughs> yeah i used to be vegan damn sid used to always give me shit when we I went like, to the dark side vegan. yeah well, i don't know he was really fucked up though yeah that's really fucked up yeah okay darian do you have one i'm gonna keep it short and sweet so we can get into the juicy stuff but mine would probably Ugh. be Lizzie Borden, even the, I would say she's a serial killer because it was like her whole family. Yeah. But I just think it's creepy that they have that nursery rhyme after her. What time period was she? She was like 16, 1700s. I think she was in that time period. I'm not sure. Look. People always have really messed up nursery rhymes. About everybody. Yeah, <laughs> like the weirdest, like the serial killers. And that, that. What's that one? Like ring around the rosies, pocket full of posies. That's like, about. That? Yeah. 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 Pockets full of posies. Like, yeah. let me sing to this to my child while they try to sleep. People would have pockets full of posies so they can smell the dead people. Oh. 1892. Two? 1892 is when supposedly she killed her parents. Was it, was it just her parents or was it like. It was her. It, I think it was her sister too. That's what I thought. Is yeah. that she had siblings or yeah i want to say there's five people total maybe but so but she was she was actually the worst part about that is i think she was actually acquitted in court oh, and really? like and, but like she was ostracized from um, massachusetts like she had to leave so see back then you would get exiled yeah yeah you get exiled from your your but, living quarters and she was rich her family was rich too yeah yeah they were wealthy and she got all the money. So let's hop in our, I guess, mental time machine. Or uh, let me rephrase that. Let's hop in our time machine of fuckery. Fuckery. And move forward to about, who wants to go first? So I can say what time period we're stopping in. I don't know. His is the earliest. Mine's the latest. Yours is the late. Yeah, yours is the latest. Mine's probably the earliest. Okay, so. No. Dahmer. Dahmer was in the... Uh, Dahmer was 80s, what, like 80s, 90s? 80s, 90s, yeah. Yeah, so mine was the earliest. The Zodiac mine was like in the 80s, 60s. too, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> hit the brakes. Bill and Ted it out, stop in the 60s. He just so happened to stop at the 60s in California on a warm summer night to a Lover's Lane type scenario. You know what Lover's Lanes are, guys? The Where, you know, like they would park the car overlooking the city of L.A. or whatever city they are and like that's where people would like fuck in the backseat of the car outside like fuckery mountain or something like that yeah right? <laughs> most of them are called like lover's lane so you're in your car 
Parker in the back. Uh, like, yeah, you're in the car, probably 1960s, let's say Cadillac. You're if you were rich. You're a girl or guy, whatever, floats your boat, of the apple of your eye. And then all of a sudden, a masked man, a masked person walks up to you and bang, dead. shot dead. Who did it? I'll tell you who did it. The Zodiac Killer. That's who did it. But we don't know who. But we don't know who the Zodiac Killer is to this day. Could be a man. Could be a woman. Could be a police officer. Could be anybody. (laughs) That wouldn't be uncommon. The thing about the Zodiac Killer, though, is it's not like he has a high body count. Like He only has five confirmed victims. That's known. That's known. And two potential victims. Okay, so the victims are, well, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, so seven victims mm-hmm. and that are confirmed, like definite Zodiac Killer victims, and two that are possible Zodiac Killer victims. Were they all East, or? There were survivors. There were survivors. One, one or two survivors. Yeah, but the Zodiac Killer also claimed in his letters, like he had the 440 letter which just they num- named him after numbers because that's how many characters were in the letters they had a 440 and a 320 maybe and the one the 320 one was just decoded in 2020 by a group of amateur code breakers but the confirmed definite zodiac victims were david faraday and Betty Lou Jensen, mm-hmm. uh, Faraday was 17, and Betty Lou Jensen was 16. Darlene Farron and Mike Mag- Magoo, I'm going to say. Farron was 22, and Magoo was 19. Cecilia Shepard and Brian Hartnell. Shepard was 22, and Hartnell was 20. And Paul Stein, who was a cab driver, and he was 29. Most of the times they were shot with a 9mm semi-automatic pistol, but there were a couple of victims that were stabbed. Nothing was taken. Nobody was assaulted in the act. So it was hard to pin him down because his... I'm I'm not going to say his. The killer's, I don't know, modus operandi was mostly a gun. And then the two possible victims are Ray Davis who again was shot twice, and Cherry Joe Bates, who was beaten and stabbed. It's like one of those things that you never knew. It was mainly one of those things you never knew when they were going to strike. There was no like pinpointed area. Most of the time, they would the Zodiac would go to these Lover Lane type areas. And like I said, this is like the late 60s. The When I say late 60s, like there was December of 1968, July of 1969, September of 1969, October of 1969, and then early and as early as 1962. So it was, there was a spread out time period. A lot of people thought that the Zodiac could have been a police officer because at the time, like I said, technology isn't what it was, but it wasn't horrible either. Like they were starting to come into the modern age of policing and you'd have to technology to do fingerprints and all that stuff. But a lot of the claims by like uh, the people suspected of being the Zodiac killer were claims that they had made, not that people had said, yeah, that's the Zodiac killers claims like mostly people made on their deathbed saying I was the Zodiac killer. But 
to this day, nobody's been charged with Zodiac Killer's murders. Nobody's been declared the Zodiac Killer. Four people have said that they're the Zodiac Killer. One of those is Richard Gajkowski, but that's a lot of misinformation, including a false claim that Gajkowski was overseas for the Zodiac Killer's first attack on December 20th and thus couldn't be the Zodiac. But they confirmed that because they finally got his passport information, so that basically cleared his name. And then in the fifty or in the sixties, they the top suspect was Arthur Lee Allen, who let me see what was I going to say? He was I believe he was a school I believe he was a school teacher, but he was another one that they had suspected or that a lot of people believe was the Zodiac Killer. And then there was a guy named Rick Marshall who was born under the name John Don Dickey in Slayton, <laughs> Texas, which they there's possibility they said he was. And then a guy named Lawrence Klein who was born in 1924 in Brooklyn would go on to have to use, he used a lot of aliases, including the name Larry Kane. He also had a criminal rap sheet dating back to the 40s, which a lot of people suspect that he could have been, but there's not been anybody to basically pin down as the Zodiac Killer. So the the thing about it is most some of the killings took place in San Francisco. Some of them were up near Winters in Napa. So there was like, he didn't really have a zone that he would stay in so I, I i picked him because number one i've always thought it was fascinating that they still don't know who the zodiac killer is and you'll find out with kiana's killer that she chose that there's still plenty of time where they could eventually figure it out but at this point i feel like if they haven't figured it out by now then they they're, they're not going to well they probably didn't save any of the dna evidence if they had any at that point yeah because they couldn't really Oh. The DNA evidence wasn't a thing until around the 90s. Yeah. And a lot of times they have a time period where they get rid of it. And a lot of times, like, their evidence keeping was shit. It was horrible. Because yeah. a lot of the times the cops were actually doing it. <laughs> That's bad to say, and I'm not trying to, like, be, like, a cop hater. But they were the ones doing it. So they would actually make sure the evidence didn't get put into evidence. Yeah. And a lot of the times it was the cops would fuck up the crime scenes. <clears throat> not on purpose, necessarily. But for the fact that they didn't think about blocking off a crime scene for footprints. They would just walk all over the place. They would touch things when they first mm-hmm. got on scene. They would move things around. They would pick up stuff like... Yeah, crime scene determination and yeah. clearing those have came a long way from back then. Yeah. So for them to not have as much evidence back then as people get now at crime scenes, then it's not really surprising. Mm. But, but I would say this guy definitely got away with it. Oh, yeah. I don't think that we'll ever know who they are just because, like I said, they probably didn't save any of the evidence that could be tested for DNA. And then you actually have a book. Kiona has this really interesting book. I haven't read it, but it's a by a guy who claims that his dad was the Zodiac Killer. Oh, yeah. Which Kiona read it, and she said it was really neat. Do you care to elaborate if you can't remember i, mean, I know you haven't I read it a long time. Came out. It's yeah years. but 
I, I feel like it was convincing. Yeah. The guy was basically just saying that his dad was the Zodiac killer and said that his dad would come in from the day that this person was killed and would pad mud on his, you know, boots and his like pants and things. And there was a bunch of other evidence. Like at one point, the kid said that his dad pulled him aside and was trying to get him to kill an animal and uh-huh. things like that. The book is called the The Most Dangerous Animal of All. And it's about the guy, like the kid who's now grown adult, saying how his childhood was and why he thinks that his dad okay. was the Zodiac Killer. Do you think the Zodiac Killer actually wore that mask or whatever, like that burlap mask with the Zodiac symbol like on the forehead? So you, you want to hear my theory on the Zodiac? I think that maybe a couple of them, but I think after that, I think they were copycats. Yeah. Um, and the reason why I think that is because of like how spread out they were across mm-hmm. California. I believe that they were copycats after that. It's very possible. It was really public and... The, yeah, they did a shitty job of the, the reporting on it. Like, it should have never been as public as it was in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times the media messes stuff like that up. Yeah, they did. They give information about cases. We talked about it with the Night, Night Stalker. They about yeah. fucking ruined that for the police. Yeah. Because they released the shoe. They never found the shoes either. Yeah. That would have been a nice piece of evidence to have in court. He still got convicted and stuff, but that really would have sucked if that's all they had. No, I just picked a Zodiac Killer because it's always that eerie feeling of they never technically caught the Zodiac Killer. So it's like that always. Stuff he or she might be out there still. Yeah. They'd be fucking ancient, but. (laughs) So let's get back. Now, now we don't even really have to get in a time machine. We can just drive up the road a little way <laughs> to the destination of your. Is this first? No, yours isn't it. Oh no. Yeah, his is first. Mine's last. We'll have to get in a plane to go to <laughs> Scholar's fucking killer <laughs> are, because these he are like is bad jokes. <laughs> Wisconsin, right? Is it, I thought it was um, it is Milwaukee, yeah. Milwaukee. He looks like a guy from Milwaukee. Yeah, go to Jeffrey. Jeffrey Dahmer was really fucked up. Yeah, he yeah. was weird. But anyways, okay. we're not going to steal the thunder. We're passing it on. Go into it. It's fine. Now, so I picked Jeffrey Dahmer. And the reason why I picked Jeffrey Dahmer, because there was a lot of fucked up shit throughout his entire life. I don't know if you've watched My Friend Dahmer. That was... Is that the one? I watched one with Jeremy Renner in it where he played Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, that was the actual, I think, the actual Jeffrey Dahmer movie. I watched um, that one. Then, did you watch Sabrina? The kid that played Ross mm-hmm. actually played Jeffrey Dahmer and my friend Dahmer. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it was really good because it depicted Jeffrey Dahmer when he was a kid. And he had a lot of mental health issues, a ton mm-hmm. of mental health issues. Later, he was diagnosed with split personality, bipolar disorder, just a ton of schizophrenia. So he had a lot of issues, but it doesn't excuse the fact that he was a serial killer. Like he, he did get charged later on, but he started off by killing animals and preserving them in, in, in formaldehyde. Like he had a shack out in the middle of the woods dedicated to his dead animals that he would find on the road or he would kill himself and preserve them. Like he was into preserving stuff and it was really gross. And later he took on that trait when he would kill people, he would, 
preserve their bodies or try to preserve some of their body parts. Mm -hmm. They found human heads in his fridge, even went as far as eating them or necrophilia, which is even worse. Like he was having sex with these dead bodies. What kind of, what kind of person does that? What does it take for a person to get that deep into thinking that this is normal or it's okay? Mm -hmm. But one of the biggest things that was really fucked up about the Jeffrey Dahmer thing was, and I don't remember if he fully escaped, but he targeted men or boys from the ages of 16 to 25 someone and they were always someone skinnier or smaller than him because Mm -hmm. he if he had to fight them then he he was able to take them down and he was gay and he would go to the gay bars and that's where he would pick up his victims one of the guys actually that he picked up he would drug them and he brought he so one of the guys he brought home he drugged and he started drilling into the guy's head but the kid like woke up from the the drug induced coma and like, escaped. I saw that part in the yeah. in the movie. I saw. I, I remember Didn't that part. The cops bring him back. Yes, they brought him back. That was a true story. That really happened. Like this oh. kid could have survived, and the cops fucked it up. Like it was like, wh- how do you not like? How are you not like understanding what's going on? Like, wait, what do you mean the cops? Brought the him cops back? like he escaped, mm-hmm. and I think the cop. Like, the cops found him. Yeah. And somehow, I can't remember now how, but maybe Skylar can tell us more. The cops were like, yeah, we'll bring him back to yeah. Dahmer. So what happened was, so he escaped. Like, he was able to get out of Dahmer's house. Mm-hmm. I think I don't remember what he did to get out, but I think down the street, when he ran out of Dahmer's apartment down the street, it was nighttime. There was a cop. There was two cops. And he tried to get, he went and got their attention mm-hmm. and was trying to get them to, like, he, he couldn't talk very well because of the anesthesia that he was still under and Dahmer came running out of his apartment and was like oh no this is my friend he's really drunk oh we're we're gonna be we're gonna be we're we're at this bar and so they immediately assumed oh it's a gay bar they're just gonna go have sex so it's we're just gonna stay the fuck out of this it was the 80s 90s so they they gave him back to Dahmer and Dahmer carried him home and killed him the cops gave him that and it was literal job <laughs> protect protect people right and you didn't like you just okay here you go and then they later found out like they found that kid's head preserved in Dahmer's mm. fridge and they the caught the, there were the two cops that had been had released the kid back into Dahmer's whatever were on the case and saw the kid's head and so like, could you imagine like how would that make you feel like fuck I could help this kid and I oh, no. sent him to like you would feel like trash you had one job but Dahmer was really fucked up. I, I don't know. He did cannibalism. Like I said, he, it was a necrophiliac. He did cannibalism. He preserved their head. Like he just went say it's it's and it's really weird to see serial killers or, or murderers take these extra steps where they start with animals and then they go to something bigger and then it gets worse and it gets worse and it gets worse because they want to push that limit. They're trying to push that limit even further. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because they get off on it or if it's because they need that original feeling that they got when they killed that animal first. So now they got to do it to a human. I I think it's one of those things to where, and this is, I'm not, this is just my way of comparing it, right? Like when somebody who, and this is proven with sex addicts, they get so tired of just normal plain old sex that as they have to do something different each time Mm -hmm. to try to get that spark or that, that, feeling of being alive basically and i think that's what it is with a lot of killers and i believe that's how a lot of them do get caught is because 
they're trying they're getting basically more and more ballsy about the people they go after or the things they're trying to do and then in the long run it ends up biting them in the ass and i believe that's what it was with jeffrey dahmer he started out like you said just killing animals then he would kill people but then that slowly turned into him eating people which was slowly turned into him preserving that necrophilia yeah it was just like a a a circle like yeah it was just gross and so and and i know that we're i'll save my my theory on how that why that's that happened back in the the 60s 70s 80s era 90s era like why serial killers were around and now they're not but i'll save that for later but yeah that was mine jeffrey dahmer was really fucked up like isn't he the one that thought that if he ate people, then they would come alive inside him? I, I have no idea. I bet you because he was that crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and it's, I don't want to be mean, but he was. He was like, he. there was a lot of the times they believed weird things like that, yeah. right? They were preserving the person by eating them. Yeah, and I'm pretty like, sure oh. it was him that did that. I don't know. I think Jeffrey Dahmer is easily one of the most messed up serial killers just because he pretty much dipped his toes into about everything yeah yeah and that's and what it almost worse. just seemed like he was trying to like fill some type of void or urge and he just never he could. was killed in prison when yeah, yeah yeah and and Man. see i like for those that get caught I have this big issue with the death penalty, and I'll tell you what it is. It's not what you think. Mm-hmm. I think that they should be served the death penalty immediately. I agree. Just I agree because they kill people themselves. Yeah. Once you cross that line of taking a life, like in that scenario, like you have nothing to go back to. Like yeah. you can't turn around and be like, never mind. Yeah. Didn't really do that. I, I don't know. You took somebody else's life and is a life for it's like in the eye for an eye. And that's just how I feel like when it comes to the death penalty. I think that it if you have if your state has a death penalty, then enforce it and do it immediately once it's once that sentence is given. Okay, you're going to the you're going to the chair. Like we're done. You're, you're gonna get lethal injection. We're done. We're not gonna yeah. we're not gonna waste everybody's time, have you sit in prison for twenty fucking years, thirty years, forty years, fifty years. That's a really long time just to wait. Yeah. Some yeah, of them do too. It's to keep people sitting in sales for possibly decades the night stalker sentence the jail for a long time mm-hmm. he died it most of the time most death row suspect or he most died of cancer. Yeah, yeah most death row inmates die before um, they get waiting yeah, yeah they, they, they die before they get to the chair or to the lethal yeah. injection table and it's like why are you pushing this out what are we benefiting from pushing this out besides having a serial killer in the jail that the taxpayers are now paying for him to be there because his family gonna pay for him to be there yeah um, so it's like, what, so what are we doing? Like, just, it's horrible, but get it over with. He did some heinous shit. Yeah. I think Texas is pretty fast at it. They probably just take you out back. <laughs> Put you down like a dead dying dog. They yeah, they All might. Right. So now we're going to jump into yours. Donna's oh, spans over a long four decades. Yeah, my guy thought he got away with it. So. He didn't. Please explain. Okay. So I'm talking about the Golden State Killer. So he's definitely one of the more recent ones. He was actually just captured in 2018. And his spree was around 1973 and 1986 in California. 
So he did several, you know, different things. He started out with just burglaries. He committed about 120 burglaries, 50 rapes, and then eventually he escalated to 13 murders. That is so, like, heinous. Yeah, so his definitely evolved as time went over. And it, it took the police a really long time to connect the burglaries with the rapes, with the murders, because they happened in different counties and areas in California. So the burglaries happened in one area, and then the rapes, another area, and then the murders, also another area. So they were all just separated. So it took a lot of talking with other departments for the police to just even say they were connected. And they really weren't connected until the 90s. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this guy was just running rampant through California, terrorizing people with all these different things. He was originally known as a ransacker. So that's whenever he was a burglar. He would break into people's houses whenever they weren't home and just kind of mess things up and ransack stuff. And he wouldn't really take things that were of value. So he wouldn't take money. He wouldn't take the really expensive jewelry. He, he would take personal items. It was a keeps for him. Yeah, like a keepsake. So like yeah. a wedding ring, like he like engraved cufflinks, just something personal. It, so for him, it was a trophy. That was his trophy. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was his trophies. And he That's did that so all creepy. the way through from the burglaries, the rapes and the murders. Like he always took little personal items from these people. And with his burglaries in this one area let me see if i can get darian to pronounce the name of this i'm not very good at pronouncing words what is that Vesalia. Vesalia, yeah Yeah. okay so Vesalia, california that's where he was known as like the ransacker and people were not reporting them like they would see this man he wore like a, a mask and then all black and some tennis like adidas some tennis shoes and he would just be running through yards, jumping over fences, and oh my God, no one would report it. Yeah, like nobody, nobody would call the cops. So if they saw it happen to their neighbor, the police wouldn't find out until the person's house it was called to report it, and then they did a canvas, and the neighbors were like, "Yeah, I saw somebody running around in there." <laughs> like they just wouldn't report it and i thought he's training for the olympics yeah like if you're that cop what why the fuck didn't you report it well i didn't think about <laughs> it and that's what these guys that's what the police officers were and the detectives were complaining about because every single time they would do a canvas of the neighborhood somebody always heard something and saw something <laughs> multiple people sometimes multiple neighbors and they wouldn't report it Maybe they didn't like their neighbor. <laughs> Maybe they were like, fuck them. Oh, bitch, Karen. <laughs> like, planted these flowers on my side of the property. Yeah. Their tree hangs over my fence. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>, fuck <so laughs> that. We're probably, done. <laughs> they're probably just being really petty. A lot of times the, they wouldn't report it if they saw somebody. But he did 120 burglaries. And he was really smart about it. So like I said, he would do it when they weren't home. And he would canvas. They found footprints in the people's yards where he was just watching like in a bush behind a tree and the footprint was so deep they could tell that he had been standing there for an extended period of time how do you not even notice that like i I I don't know i feel like if i walked by a window and even if there was like a bush there you'd see somebody like what the fuck (laughs) crazy so he would just wait it out and like canvas everything and when they would leave he would go inside but 
his technique that he would do, he would take like perfume bottles or something that was glass and set it on the back of the doorknob after he locked it. So that way, if somebody came in and they turn the knob, it would fall down and he would hear it. So that was like his makeshift alarm. And that happened to a lot of people. Like he would still be in the house when they got back and he would, they would open the doorknob, just turn their keys and everything to come in that bottle would fall off and he would make a sound and he would go out the back window or something oh my gosh like it was crazy tell him about the the cup thing oh yeah okay we're getting to that one that one's crazy (laughs) too so with his burglaries that continued for a long time and this is whenever it started causing a lot of panic with the public and that was whenever he escalated to rape So once he escalated from the burglaries to rape, that's whenever the media started really hammering at home that this was a problem. And that's whenever you started to see more panic in in neighborhoods and people starting to act as vigilantes almost and trying to catch him themselves, which never really works out for that (laughs) group of people. But they end up like shooting each other or. Yeah. So with the rapes, so he committed about 50 rapes. That is horrible. It was so bad. And almost in all cases, the husband was present. So it was always couples. So it was a husband and wife or a boyfriend and girlfriend, but it was couples. And he would come in through a window. And sometimes he would come in while you weren't home and just hide in the house until not. And then come to your bedroom with a flashlight and he would blind you. Like initially, as soon as you open your eyes, the first thing is just a bright flashlight. And so a lot of times that messed their vision up. They just woke up. He would just hand like rope to the wife or the girl and say, tie up your spouse, tie up your boyfriend, your husband, tie him up. So she would tie them up. And then he would put a cup and a plate on the back of the husband while he was laying face down on the bed and say, if you move, I'll kill everybody in the house. And if the guy moved, then the killer would know because... The cup and plate fell. Because he put a a cup and a plate on him. So he was definitely smart with his little alarm systems. So then he would take out the female usually into the like the living room and do not so nice things and then obviously he would tie her up and she would have to get to a phone to call so there were several different rape uh survivors that he didn't kill about 50 of them and then he eventually escalated to doing that and then killing them oh so he would rape and then kill yeah so it wasn't one of the ones where he would do it like after the fact, like he would, he escalated to murder because people started getting like a, a, a witness account for him. They could give a description. Like they were saying uh-huh. like, Oh, you're five ten, Cause that's pretty much across the board. Five ten, like you're in good shape, nice calves. And they were able to give like one of the things that, was really weird that he would do and this is one of the main reasons why people thought he was a police officer is because when he would hold the flashlight up in their face he would say a lot of things like don't move stay right there like very 
police officer police officer like commands oh, okay or military like commands which is why a lot of people thought that he had that connection and he did so he, he was doing all that type of stuff and he was known as like the east area rapist during that period and then once he went to murder they started calling him the original night stalker and then the michelle mcnamara coined him the term golden state killer in 2013. which so he, he was, definitely, like horrible yeah so he was definitely a terrible person and he thought he had got away with it which is such a slap in the face to him i'm glad it slapped him in the face i'm, I'm glad like, it, I'm, i was so it didn't even slap it like it was like a bag of bricks that just beat the shit out of his yeah, face like, this guy was in his 70s whenever they caught him and the funniest oh my gosh you don't know this story how they caught it's the best story and it was actually through a genetic oh website. yeah yeah, yeah like the dna tester like the yeah, ancestry.com one of the investigators like the forensics guy was like, hey, why don't we take his DNA, like the killer that they had DNA and they had DNA from like the rapes and everything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Luckily they saved it. So whenever DNA testing came became available in the 90s, they took a lot of the cold case files and a lot of times they would designate certain people to just go through cold cases and pull things with DNA and mm -hmm. run it through the system. And so they did that and that's actually how they connected the murders to the rapes is through that DNA because okay. remember it happened in different counties and police departments and different areas. So once they finally got DNA up and running and they got DNA evidence, they were able to connect the two through DNA. Right. Okay. I and they actually were like, Hey, why don't we take this cold case DNA and a shot in the dark? We'll put it on this genetics website that, tells you your family tree and that's what they did and they traced this guy back through his family tree and found him i, I remember you telling me that it's like <laughs> what? the that's... best story like how like going to jail and someone's like how'd you get caught fucking ancestry.com man <laughs> i know but you know that that guy deserved it oh he did 100 percent. yeah I, I like to say you said it was a slap face. No, it's like bricks just beating the shit out of your face at that yeah. point. They gave that guy a black eye. He was probably <laughs> up in his 70s on his rocking chair. Yeah, I really got away with it. But he was a police officer. He, he was, was a police yeah. officer, yeah. So he was a cop. And he actually, let me see. Didn't he have a military background too? Yeah. yeah. So he did have a military background. I think he went to Vietnam. Okay. And a year after the killings, he was actually dismissed from the Auburn force, which was a little police force up in California. And he was dismissed for shoplifting a can of dog repellent and a hammer. Oh, so wow. They, yeah, yeah. He got cut from the police force for that. And then he was a mechanic. Mm. So during the killings, he was a cop. Which is how he was always like a step ahead. Another uh -huh. reason why people think that he was a step ahead of them because yeah. he was. Or he knew their process and procedures. Yeah. So he knew that if I do this and this, then I'll have an, this amount of time to get yep. away. And But he didn't think about things like DNA evidence. <laughs> yeah, imagine like being this guy and then seeing that the DNA evidence can be tested from these cold cases back then. Just sitting there. Oh, shit. He probably didn't think that the samples were still viable. Yeah. Probably not. And some of them weren't. So 
it wasn't connected to all of them because some of them didn't keep the yeah. evidence viable and some of them got rid of it because mm-hmm. there's a timeline to which they keep stuff in the evidence cabinet. They can't keep everything there. Right. So yeah, they, they did connect him actually in 2001 is when they connected him. So the nineties is when they got the DNA capabilities in 2001, they were able to link the evidence for him being the East area rapist to the mm-hmm. original night stalker. And then they were able to actually pinpoint it to this guy. Yeah, and this, and this guy was really into the media too. So he mm. watched the media. Yeah. <laughs> like he watched what they reported. And there was this news. one. It's crazy. Like he was literally watching the news about him. Mm. And at one point he told one of the survivors, hey, don't report me to the police. I don't want to see this on the news. It scares my mom. He, like, like he straight up said that and so, my mom's terrified that i'm a that there's a rapist and a killer out but no it scares my mom it's really it's, gonna fucking scare when they find out it's you yeah really. good thing that she was probably dead before he was yeah, dead. She had to have been dead by then. right yeah uh, but this yeah. is just like a real fucked up version of show and tale that we're doing <laughs> it really is but but this this guy was crazy and he, he kept up on the media he went to a public forum about the rapes oh he was probably like a sleuther too like yeah, sleuthing but, all this shit. he went and listened to people being really concerned and this one guy stood up and was like i don't believe of course this one guy stood up and said i don't think a rapist is raping these women in front of their husbands excuse me <laughs> because he said that the husband would retaliate but a couple months later that guy's wife was raped while he was home and the, the guy tied him all up. So uh, and that's another reason why the police think that he was definitely at that meeting because it wasn't televised mm. and that he watches the media. So he was a really messed up guy, but they caught him in 2018 finally. So did you, have you, did you guys notice that like California is like a hotbed for like serial killers, like excluding a few, but like well, I think it's just for the like most the West part, Coast. it's it is, and that like plays into my theory a little bit. So back in the what fifties, forties, fifties, sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties era, there was a lot of lead produced into gasolines and shit, and mm-hmm. I think that that was a big deal. That was a big factor in like people being crazy, like really nutso and becoming these serial killers, is like lead poisoning and shit. You just fuck with your head. Yeah, it's possible. But yeah, let, let's elaborate on that. We got about probably about three, four more minutes. Then we're at an hour 45. And so we'll have to just trim it down. But said people don't know what we're talking about. Let's elaborate a little bit. We talked about this is why do we think like serial killers just in all honesty dropped off the face of the earth? Like after the 90s, there was nothing. So your theory is what you're elaborating is like basically like lead poisoning or like small yeah. amount lead but, yeah lead they we put lead in everything back then mm-hmm. like lead was in fucking everything and it was burned off like in cars mm-hmm. it would burn off so and that's going into our air who's to say that it was because once we stopped actually putting lead in our stuff you've actually it's you know correlated it's mm-hmm. you don't see it as much of course there are probably other factors and you guys probably have those on your mind mine is just at this point i'm, I'm following the kiss method let's keep it simple stupid I just think technology is the fact that it's harder to not get caught. Like, I'm sure there's ways that people could go about things and not get caught. But I just think this time it's way harder because of how detailed DNA evidence can be now, 
how well of police officers have the technology and the ability to narrow down victims last 48 hours. The media, especially as a big one, the fact that money talks and a lot of people doling out huge amounts of reward money now. It's just a sign of the times, really, is what I'm getting at. Is it not, It's not like in the 60s and stuff where, and like 60s and 70s or whatever, like somewhere once in a blue moon, you would find a place that had a security camera. Now there's cameras literally everywhere. everywhere yeah. With phones, dashboards. Well, it's um, not even the cameras, it's trackers. Your phone can be tracked, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's phone can be tracked now. Yeah. And, I, and so that's my really theory is just that technology's too ahead of them because the technology could probably tell you your next move now before you make it. <laughs> so that's mine. Do you have a, do you have a theory, Kiona? So I'm see your point with it, but at the same time, I think a lot, there's a lot of missing people, missing persons, missing kids. And yes, some of that is definitely attributed to human trafficking, which is a really big deal now. And I think it's definitely understated. I think more attention should be brought to that. But with the murders and serial killers, they're probably targeting people that won't be missed. So like homeless, like Like vagrants. Homeless people, poor communities, places that don't, Mm -hmm. they can't afford cameras at every Mm -hmm turn downtown chicago can all those nice really nice shops they all have cameras but once you get into the poor communities that can't even really afford a street light you open the door up to people who probably have ill intentions to take these people who they think are less and have a less chance of probably getting caught so they probably just fly under the radar and a lot of people that go missing that don't have any attention brought to them are people from like poor communities. They, yeah, hundred percent. If a rich white guy goes missing, yeah, they'll look until they're oh, last yeah. breath. Yeah, and... but you go into those poor communities, and uh, a lot of the times that the family won't report it either because the that that person could have been involved in drugs or mm-hmm. or something yeah. else. So. They don't report it because they don't want to get their family member in trouble at the same time, right? So I think just like a lot of not a lot of reporting in those communities, and then a lot of the ones that are reported aren't really scoped out as much as they should be. So I, I have a different theory as well, and I'll tell you. All right, let's hear it. I believe that we still have serial killers. I believe they are just in the form of mass shootings in schools. Oh you know? my gosh, yes. <laughs> like, no, I'm not trying to be like rude, but if you think about it, like how many people, like when you when mass shootings happen, how many kids get killed? There's more than one. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times it's more than one. And I think that we've just shifted, like our society has just shifted from like that serial killer type to that, let's go into a school and shoot as many people as we can. Well, and you, to that you and the fact that, that guns are more readily available nowadays than they right. were. And you see that you've seen that actually start in the '90s with Columbine. That was the night, like late '90s, when that started. Mm-hmm. So I truly believe that it's, it's there's a shift too, like where people are just going in and let's just go kill a bunch of kids. And it's like that's fucked up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree with you there because mass murderers they weren't as common back then as they like in the '90s and mm-hmm. below that as they are now. They're left and right. Yeah. Today, like, what was it today in San Diego? There was, like, I don't even know if it was intentional, but there was, like, a, a station wagon or something that drove up on the sidewalk and killed, like, three people and injured three more. So there was, like, I don't people know. I didn't hear about it. 
Yeah. So I'd probably get tired of reporting, and there's so many, they can't report all of them. Well, guys, our time, it's time to crawl back into that time machine and come back into the modern time because our uh, journey through the dark past American murders is ended. Not really. We're still here. It's 2021, (laughs) baby. (laughs) Now the biggest killer in the world is COVID. It is. But, Kiana, thank you very much for joining us. Of course. My dog just jumped in my lap. I'm so happy that you came back on. Yeah, it's been fun. Yeah, this isn't the the last time she'll be. Oh, no, because her and I are going to host one together. Yeah, I'm glad I need a break. (laughs) But in the words of one of the most infamous killers of all time that got away with it, that's all you cool cats and kittens. Oh, my God. Time to... (laughs) I went there. It didn't really happen. What? No one said that. Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin. Oh! My God, I thought you were talking about like the Zodiac Killer or something. I was like, yeah, not. yeah, the Zodiac Killer was like, that's all you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> yeah, she killed her husband. <laughs> but anyways, we went there, that is all for this dark, depressing episode of the Your Inner Nerd podcast. Be sure, this is a reminder to lock your doors, lock your windows, deadbolt them bitches, and throw some bars on them. Hi because you never know who's standing out in the bushes outside. And check for Adidas footprints. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, this is Darian signing off. This is Ed signing off. Oh, see ya.